Welcome to Podcast 25. Let's go. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. Oh, it's so good to be with you today, audience. And you know, I was I was uh, sitting down on the couch the other day. I was watching YouTube with my kids, and uh, they they watched this YouTube channel called J Stew. Okay, I've never heard of him. J S T U. Okay, J Stew. I don't know why it's called J Stew, but it's <laughs> it's these two guys, and they have some couple friends on it. Yeah, they do really funny stuff. Okay. I hate to admit it, these guys are hilarious. <laughs> They really do great stuff. Yeah, they're they're they um will do things like well um they'll go to like a trampoline park. Yeah, and they'll hide at the end of the night in the park, and the staff closes up right and leaves, and they'll spend the entire <laughs> night in the trampoline park, <laughs> and then when the staff arrive in the morning, they yeah. hide and okay. they come out like normal people, and uh, that's wild. They post these videos. Yeah, they post the videos of their adventures like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's called Jay Stew. They were doing a video. Long story short, here, which <laughs> has been a short story long. Yeah. Short story long. Uh, our podcast music. Right. They were using it. Wow. They were using it on their videos, and I said, "Yeah, that's our." I was just watching with my kids, and we were laughing, having a good time, and they don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> what your your kids don't listen to our podcast? No, they don't. <laughs> my kids don't listen to the podcast. Ah. It's a point of tension with us. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Nora wouldn't be interested in all the stuff we're talking about on this podcast. She does need to learn how to make friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, she it would benefit her well. I'll get her to listen to it tonight. But uh, and I said, "Oh, that's our that's my podcast music." And they're like, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we know that's this, it. That Jay Stu, they're using our podcast music. All right, <clears throat> Jay Stu is really funny. You should check him out. I'll have to check him out. You I'll, should. I'll, I'll check him out. See what they're all about. All right, well, guys, today we're we're going to kind of wrap up we our are. friendship series. We didn't know how long it was going to go. We were just. Talking about friends. This might be like five or six. Yeah, I think it's at least six. Wow. Because I missed a couple uh, that you had some guests on, and I think yeah. I've done three or four. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's five or six. We missed a podcast last week. Yes, we did miss a podcast last week, everybody. We apologize for that. We were, we were both out of town at a conference. I was out of town at a conference. You were out of town at a conference. And we, then we were busy trying to get all of our work done so that we could get out of town for the conference. <laughs> for the conference. So we had no time to record a podcast. That's right. But we're still busy, but here we are making a podcast. <laughs> doing a podcast. We're, we're, we couldn't miss two weeks in a row. That's right. We're still yeah. really busy today. We, we, we squeezed it in today. And we do want to do one more podcast on friendship, and we're going to do one. This one will be entitled How to Get Friends Back. How to Get Friends Back. I really like this one. So do I. But before we get into this. Okay. Do you have a confession that you'd like to make? A confession? Yeah. I, I don't think so. All right. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> see if there's anything you needed to get off your chest, something to confess. Just trying to make room for that, that experience or that opportunity. I don't think so. I think I I don't think I have anything I need to confess. You Is there it? something that you need to confess? Um No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Well, uh, I, I you did say 
I had I don't know if you remember this or not, but last podcast I do believe you said you had a big news to share with everybody and you never shared it. Yeah, you're right. I did. I think what my big news was, and because it was a few weeks ago now that this has happened, so it doesn't seem like big news to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this might have been it. And then actually, I do have a confession. I'll jump into you after this. Oh, it's really it's really quick. Good. Um, but so uh, as you, Pastor League, know this. Uh, last year, uh, over a year ago, uh, yeah, over two years ago now, in 2020, um, I had a really crazy bow accident and where I put an arrow through my arm. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, about three weeks Which, ago Which, by now, the way, still a little upset that you couldn't make that leadership meeting that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... You were supposed <laughs> to be at a leadership meeting at my house that night. Yeah, and I called you from the hospital saying, Hey, Pastor Luke, I can't, I can't come to the leadership meeting tonight. I shot myself with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And I'm a that little really, bit perturbed. Really did happen. It. Still a little bit perturbed by that. <laughs> you didn't seem so so peeved about it at the time. Well, I mask my emotions well. Okay. Okay. Um, well, anyway, <laughs> that's besides the point. We uh, so about three weeks ago, maybe a month ago now. So at the beginning of September, um, I f- was the very first time that I pulled my bow back out um, and actually started shooting my bow again. Was that scary? Uh, it was the first time. My wife was there for the first time that I shot. And I held that first arrow in the draw position much longer than I normally do. Ugh. Just like trying to work up the guts to to let go. Yeah. You know, to release that arrow. You're probably um, never going to shoot an old arrow ever again, are you? No, absolutely. I, like, I pull them out of the target and recheck them to make sure that they're still good. God. Every single time I shoot. That's ridiculous. Um, and so, But it was, it's been actually really good. Um, it's, my arm is getting stronger. Um, and then obviously getting back in the gym now has helped my arm get stronger too. Is it helping? It is helping. Um, I've <laughs> yes, Yesterday, this has nothing to do with what I'm talking about, but yesterday at the gym I was doing some, some workouts. And I was like, oh, I think I need to slow down with my left arm a little bit because my shoulder was getting a little – was hurting a little bit. I, I bet that because your your forearm area has has gone through such trauma – yeah, that the other muscles in your arms are like overcompensating, right? Yeah, and and probably creating some problems in other places because you you've been complaining of your shoulder kind of hurting a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's my left forearm is where the arrow went in, but uh, my left shoulder is where I've been having a lot of the soreness. I um, I bet it has a lot to do with just the arm, the forearm being weaker, and the shoulder having to to, to give try more, to compensate to give more effort. Yeah. To compensate for that. Yeah, you're probably right. But anyway, that was my big news. I started shooting archery oh. again, and I love it. I still – I was terrifying the first time. Yeah. Um, but after doing it a few times now, I love getting back into it. Just something oh. about that Well, I have shooting a, again. You know how when you eat and then, like, you accidentally bite the fork? Oh, yeah. That's hate like, that. Yeah, I've done that before. It's just like you with, with your arm and your arrow. The, <laughs> the fear of the next time the fork goes in your Oh, okay. I thought you were like the, the trauma was the same it's trauma. Almost <laughs> comparable. <laughs> okay. When you bite that fork, it hurts. I'll I'll let you believe that. Um and we'll just move on. But aren't you scared <laughs> to put the fork back yes, in? Yes, I'm the... I'm scared to put the fork back in my mouth. I know exactly bite. what you went through, how you're <laughs> feeling. I know exactly what you're going through. All right. Okay, y- y'all want to hear my confession? Oh yes. Okay, so that well, was dif- that was different. That was gonna, the news. Is it such a confession that you're gonna get fired? No, not at all. Good. Uh, me and my wife were on our oh, anniversary trip. You're and pregnant. No, not that. 
Oh. Um, and we were driving around one night. We're on an island. We went to an island. You're in, not pregnant at Lake... all? No, we're not pregnant. Okay. Um, we went to an island, and the island has some, like, really awesome restaurants and things, but they have a shortage of, like, stores. There's not a lot of, like, grocery – there's not a big grocery store or somewhere you can, like, go to get, you know, just kind of some stuff. There's some little small markets yeah. uh, kind of – just slightly better than like Phil's gas station. Okay. Um, okay, that's that's rough. <laughs> yeah. As far as Phil's, <laughs> if, if you're listening, you don't know what Phil's gas station is. It's just a country road <laughs> gas station that's kind of gross. Yep. Um, but uh, so this place just slightly better than Phil's gas station. Um, but so we are there the last night. We went out to a really fancy dinner and was a, this beautiful restaurant, and we really really wanted dessert. It's like, oh, man, I wonder what kind of desserts this restaurant have. We look at the menu. There was no desserts. So like, oh, well, maybe they'll just ask us at the end. Hey, you know, a lot of times at restaurants, you know, are you guys interested in some desserts? The desserts we have today are. Yeah. And they'll list you off a couple of desserts. Um, and so we're like, oh, hopefully they'll ask us. And then at the end of the night, they just brought us the bill and no dessert. Okay. They, they don't have dessert. Apparently this restaurant doesn't have dessert. I was like, this is really sad. Yeah. So then we tried to go to like a bakery or like an ice cream shop. Like uh, there was a, a candy house. And by the time we had gotten done eating dinner, all of these places were closed. Aww. And it was also, it was, it was weird. It was Saturday night and it was the Ohio State football game. So like half of the stores were closed and they were all at the restaurants and bars watching the Ohio State football game. Oh, because you, you were in. We were in Ohio. You were in Ohio. Yeah. So there was no place to get dessert. And so me and my wife decided that we went into a little souvenir shop and bought candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> and and I had a a butterfinger for dessert. <laughs> a four-year-old four would be very excited about that. Yes, not so much this 24-year-old. I was like, this is the most pathetic. Like, we just ate, like, this amazing, like, seafood and yeah. chicken, like, beautiful spread of this incredible food. <laughs> nice. Nice cleanse your palate with a butterfinger. <laughs> so it was French. It was a butterfinger. Yeah. <laughs> French delicacy. I was mildly upset, but... Trying to still have a good time. So I will tell you something. All right. There's a trick. It's called a life hack trick. I'm going to give you. Right, I love life hacks. Let me hear And it. I'm going to give it to everybody else. Let's go. If you just turn everything into a French pronunciation, yeah. it sounds extremely <laughs> fancy. So All right. tonight after work, me and my wife are going to go to an amazing uh, store, yeah. clothing store. They got clothes, jewelry, <clears throat> makeup. It's amazing. It's Target. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Target. <laughs> Target. There's a there's a there's a coffee shop in in that in that store too, isn't there? What's that one called? Oh, Star. <laughs> How do I pronounce <laughs> Starbucks? <laughs> yeah. The uh, <clears throat> ever been to the really nice Italian restaurant in town? Domino's. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say that next time Dana uh, wants pizza. I'm yeah. gonna be like, let's uh, brand new Italian place just opened up down the street. Yeah, I think it's pronounced Dominos. D Dominos. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a life hack. I love it. It turns us rednecks into some serious fancy people. 
Just going down Hollywood Boulevard, Boulevard <laughs> at Domino's and going to Target. I like it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's finish up our friendship. Yeah, podcast let's get into today. it. Here we go. This one's called "How to Get Friends Back," and let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with each other. We can lose a friend every now and then because oh, yeah. of mistakes and bad attitudes, jealousies. Immaturity. I mean, I don't want to spend the rest of the podcast listing reasons why you lose your friends. That's depressing. But we've all been there. We've all lost a friend. Yeah. Maybe you want to get that friend back. Yeah. Maybe, or maybe you're happy that friend's no longer in your life because they were just toxic and and horrible, and you should never have been friends with them in the first place. You make that call. You make that judgment. You yeah. Decide for yourself. I'm not over here being the the <laughs> orbiter of. All your friendships out there. But I'm saying there's probably somebody out there that you used to be friends with that you're not friends with anymore, and you are you need to get that friendship back. Yeah. We're going to help you out we, today. We got some tips for you today. And I, this will be the last one. After this one, it's possible that our next seri- podcast series is, I don't know. I have so, uh, At the end of this podcast, I got a question for you. All right. It's unrelated to the topic, but I want to end with it. Okay, okay, cool. So how to get friends back. Um, David and Saul in the Bible yeah. were friends. Yeah, they started out actually with a great relationship. Tell us a little bit about this. Just just a quick synopsis. Yeah, well, they liked each other so much that David was supposed to marry Saul's daughter. Um David worked for King Saul. He played the harp for him constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Saul was depressed, David would come in and play the harp for him. Uh, Saul, actually, they this is how good their friendship was. If all of that doesn't speak loud enough, this is probably the biggest thing, is that Saul actually made David his personal armor bearer, which in you know back in that that day and age, that was like, you needed to be so close. Mm-hmm. You had to have such a good relationship with your armor bear. They needed to be able to anticipate your moves. They were literally the person going into battle next to you. They had your life in their hands. So, But this relationship didn't turn out too well. No, it didn't. It completely fell apart. It did a 180. Saul ends up getting murdered by one of <laughs> David's mighty men. And then, and David, er, and, and Saul is... Goes from putting his life in David's hands to trying to take David's life. Oh, gosh, a total mess, total mess. But we're gonna learn. We're gonna learn a little bit about their mistakes yeah. that they made because it doesn't end well for them. It's not a. It's not a positive outcome uh, with their relationship. And so the first thing, Pastor, and what's the first thing that we should do if we're gonna really, if we are gonna get our friends back? Yeah, the first thing we got to do is we have to repent of things. Yes, we do. There was mistakes made. There was mistakes made. And I like this because Pastor Luke, especially as a teenager for me, Mm -hmm. it was difficult for me to go to somebody and repent, especially if I felt even a little tiny bit justified in what I had done. I think there's always two sides to the story, and each side feels a bit of justification for sure. Yeah, and so I want to encourage everybody out there that even if you feel a little bit justified, maybe in some words you said or something you did, but you really want that friendship back and you know that there is a tension there, that it's there's something that needs to be repented of, be the bigger person. Be the first one to make a move and go to them and say, hey, I just want you to know I, I repent of what I've done and I, I want to know if you'd forgive me. Um, I repented one time to a friend. Because yeah. I had made some mistakes 
and this friend had made some mistakes. And I initiated the conversation, and I said I was sorry for things that I had done. And they did not apologize for anything they had done. Oh, man. And you know what? We never restored that. That relationship did not get restored. Oh, man, that's such a bummer. I think it takes both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Humbling themselves. For sure. (laughs) Um, It really does. and, And both sides have to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, you just have to have a moment of, like, even if it feels like one person did all the wrong things, <laughs> it's just no way. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, really like, is just no way. You're flawed too. <laughs> there is absolutely no way just one person made all the mistakes. I just, I can't think of a situation or a scenario where that's truly the case. Right. It really does take two to tango. Yep. And it takes two people to make mistakes to have a relationship fall apart. And I really think both sides need to apologize for things, repent of things. 100%. All right. And if, and if you can't get both sides to repent, I, I don't think it works. I agree. I agree. I mean, even I mean, look at the example we're looking at, David and Saul, right? Yeah. I, at one point, David could have killed Saul twice, walks out of the cave and says, Saul, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have even cut your, uh, your uh, what did he cut his tunic? I, could, I shouldn't have even cut the corner of your tunic off. And I did. And Saul initially is like, oh, David, you're a greater man than I am. And then two days later, he's out trying to kill him again. Like, Saul never actually repented. It's true. David's always trying to initiate, reinitiate, like, forgiveness and repentance. And Saul is just taking it back, man. He yeah. just, he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm raging over here. You know, he's just, he never held up his end of the deal. That's right. So it's got to go both ways. Um, number two, and how to get friends back. Um, well, you got to start being friendly to each other. <laughs> you got to be friendly. <laughs> and of course, this is always easier after you say, I'm sorry, and both sides begin to say they're sorry. Yes. It's like when both sides finally say they're sorry, you're like, the weight is off my <laughs> shoulders. And like, you're just open to them again and you're friendly again yeah. and you're ready to like engage again and start up again the relationship, get back to hanging out, talking on the phone, texting, you know, sharing stuff on social media. Uh, just, you've got to, uh, you've got to start being friendly. You cannot fall back into the old patterns that caused the relationship to divide in the first place. Yeah. You gotta be friendly with each other. I'll never forget when who my wife and I broke up. Oh no. Oh yeah. Broke up. We broke up and uh I think we broke up for like maybe a month. Okay. And I remember that she called she finally like called me for the very first time. Yeah. And she was very friendly to me on the phone. Okay. Um I guess this this now that I think about this list on how to get friends back, you don't necessarily have to do it in this order. Yeah. So this isn't the order of things that and of how they should be done. Because I'm thinking now about how Jen reinitiated our relationship. Yeah. She it was snowing outside and it doesn't snow very often in Oklahoma. <laughs> in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. It snows like once a year. Yeah. Um and it started snowing. <clears throat> and usually when it starts snowing Everybody on campus goes outside and goes sledding. Yeah. We actually will steal the trays from the cafeteria. <laughs> I've heard this before. That, that happens at ORU. Because there's no sleds <clears throat> down south. You cannot buy a sled at Walmart down south. 
That's so crazy. They're not, they're not for sale. Right. <laughs> so she calls me up. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, I was surprised to get a phone call from her in the first yeah. place. I was like, so excited. Yeah. I was like, just sitting in my room. Like, I didn't want to say it out loud, but I'm like sitting in my room depressed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's like, do you want to go sledding with me? It's like this like friend, this like friendliness was offered to me. Oh, yeah. That cannot tell you how much that warmed my heart. And we went out, so we went sledding together for like a couple hours. Yeah. And then we kind of started to, and then we apologized yeah. of things. And I think the next day, it was Christmas break. Okay. And so we decided that we would kind of make it more official that we're back together after Christmas break. Right. So that was kind of how the conversation went. So like we are friendly. We apologize of things that had happened. Yeah. And and it was I love that phone. I still remember that phone call. How it was like an answer to prayer. I yeah. don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It was awesome. It there is something so I think you used a good word, something so heartwarming. About someone being friendly towards you. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, that's really good. All right, what about this next one, Pastor Luke? What do we got? Make a sacrifice. Make a sacrifice. And I think this is another thing that can be a struggle for us when we yeah. when we want to get a friendship back. It really takes, you know, it takes some effort. Yep. And you have to be willing to make make a sacrifice. You gotta be willing to to maybe, hey, I gotta drop what I'm doing. I'll I got an opportunity to go hang out with somebody who already is my really close friend that I didn't have to work to get their friendship back. Yep. But I want this friendship back so much that I'm going to say no to them and say yes to hanging out with you. You know what or, the greatest <clears throat> the greatest uh, symbol in our modern day era of, of friendship sacrifice that what? this is seen is on a wedding day or the wedding weekend. Okay. That, that there's a bride and there's a groom but a lot beside the bride and groom is a crew. Yeah. Making every sacrifice in the world oh, yeah. to ensure an amazing weekend for the bride and groom. That is 100% true. That's what great friends do. That's what great friends do. You know, I was rec- I, in my wedding was was just over a year ago. We just celebrated 1 year and this year I got to be one of my my best friends his wedding and this is a, this is exactly what we did. You know, we we're able to to stand up there to make sure that whatever they needed, we were taking care of it. There was a million other things that, you know, it's not when you're standing up in somebody's wedding, it is way more than just the wedding day. Yeah. You show up for a few hours. I mean, there's there's like parties before, there's setting up, there's getting there super early, there's being at the rehearsal. Like it's the whole weekend. Yeah. And like it, it was my joy to make those sacrifices for my friend. And, and that that like I said, I think it's it's the Picture perfect example of what really friendship is all about. Yeah, is that wedding day image of this these crews. Yeah, just making sacrifices for the bride for the groom to ensure that they have an amazing weekend, amazing day, amazing weekend. And I've been in a lot of bachelor parties, and you do everything you can to make sure that 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 groom. Yeah is having an amazing time. Oh, yeah. You eat at their favorite restaurants, even yep. if you hate the food. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. You do their favorite sporting event, hobby, activity, yep. whatever they want to do. I great idea. Yeah. You want to go to, you know, you want to go watch tennis? <laughs> 
I, I love that. I, I love tennis. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I hate tennis, right? Like, I don't like watching tennis. But, like, whatever they want, whatever they're, right. like, they love it. This is their hobby. This is their thing. Yeah. You love spicy food? Oh, Forget my Crohn's disease. I love spicy food. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. So this is what it's all about. We've got to begin to make a sacrifice. All right, number four, last one here, Pastor Aaron. What you got? We got watch God do his thing. Yeah, there is a God element involved in all of this. Yeah. That we are not here to con- – We like there, God's involved because you can't control people. Yep. You can't – you can't make sure, like, if you start a conversation and you're you're initiating friendliness and you're initiating a, an apology, well, you're you're hoping that yeah. God that God's been working on them too. That's right to be friendly back and to uh, to <laughs> respond with an apology. You're hoping that God's been working on them, like you feel yeah. like God's been working on you. Oh yeah. And and when it comes to any relationship, we're talking friendship, dating, engaged, marriage, brother sister. There is a God element involved and you have to sometimes just take your hands off the relationship and let God do his thing and watch God do his thing. Yeah. And I love that because I love what you said. You can't control what other people do. Nope. And, but what you can do is you can ask God to work on their heart and then watch him work on their heart. Yeah. And sometimes people still will, they can, they can have a hard heart towards God. They can resist the, what, what that extension of, of extension of friendship or apology uh, whatever that is, uh, but there is definitely in in real good solid friendships there is a, a God element, and and it's awesome to sit back and watch God do His thing. I agree. Um, I'll I'll end with this friendship time where like <clears throat> about a month ago, maybe maybe like six months ago, maybe starting six months ago, I started praying that God would uh, bring some friendships back into my life. Yeah. Um, and then in- initiate some new friendships too. Yeah. And I'm not joking you. I started praying about this. Yeah. And out of nowhere, two people that used to be really good friends with called me. Man, that's awesome. And not just called me like, hey, how are things going? <laughs> like, not like, what are you doing? No, called me and said to me, I miss our friendship. Wow. I was like, That's you awesome. do? And they had no idea that I was praying about friendship. Right. And I was asking God to help me out with this. They just like, they literally called me and were like, I miss our friendship. They wanted to reminisce about our experiences and our time together and our our, our past. They wanted to like reminisce and, and, and look back on the good old times. Yeah. And then they wanted to become great friends again. That's awesome. I was like... Let's, Praise the Lord. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. And so you got to like let God do his thing. You got to pray about these things. You got to watch God do his thing. I, I don't know if it'll happen for you like it happened for me, but I, I was blown away by that, honestly. That's, that's so awesome. I really I love that. Yeah. I think that's a great a great way to end this series on friendship. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And I told you I had something here at the end that's yeah. unrelated. <laughs> yeah. What do we got? Well, I put a, I put a poll or a vote out on Instagram all right. about what our next podcast should be about. Yeah. And I guess it runs for like 24 hours on your stories. Yep. How do you check the results? <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Okay, so when you're on, you got to go back to your story. You, you pull up Instagram, you open up your story. But it's been <laughs> like f- two weeks. Oh, well, then you can't check the results now. 
They're only up for 24 hours. I have to check my poll results minutes before the polls close. Yeah. Or else I will never know the outcome of my results. At at least that's the only way I know how to do it. If somebody else knows how to do it a different way, then let us know. That's a flawed system. Um, Like, they don't send you an email or, like, they don't send you some sort of, like, direct message. Like, the results of your vote. Yeah, I don't think so. That's stupid. It's <laughs> <laughs> like ridiculous. I'm not. Every if I t- post a poll on Instagram at 3:47 p.m. on a Thursday, chances of me checking in back at 3:30 on a Friday are zero <laughs> percent. Is anybody else with me on this? I don't know. Every time I've done a poll, I'm like, I just think about it the next day. I'm like, oh, let me just check my poll, see what oh see what happens. Gosh. So I posted this like, what should our next podcast be? And people started, like, doing stuff, I guess, and I never checked it. <laughs> so I've got no idea what people want. <laughs> we have no idea. No idea. All right, you're gonna, we're going to have to do another, another poll, ask some more questions. I'm going to mess this up again, I have <laughs> See what they want. And uh, if, if you guys have any ideas, what do you want to hear? Let us know. I asked, should we do a podcast, a series on hell? Yeah, I, I saw that on your story. What did you vote? Uh, I don't think I voted. Okay. Because I felt like, I, as the podcast person, I didn't know if I had a, a good say. I was trying to get the audience <laughs> I don't to know respond. what the results were. <laughs> I have no idea either. I'll post. I'll do something again. I'll post a poll or a vote again. All right. We'll, we'll see. L- let us know, guys, what you want to hear about. What should our next series be about? We love talking about just about anything. Yeah, we'll, we do. We'll, we'll talk about it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this friendship series. It's been great to be with you, Podience. Oh, love you so much, Podience. See you on the next one. See ya. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.